the Power Half Hour. Today, we have a very special guest, our own EXP family, Michelle Sayward, superstar agent. I met Michelle, I think, 2012 at uh, East Coast Retreat, one of my first East Coast Retreats. And uh, I couldn't believe one person could actually sell back then, I think, 160 homes. One person, guys, and with one assistant. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And she's done it year, uh, year after year after year after year. I, I actually don't know what your production is uh, today, but um, yeah. well, anyway, welcome, Michelle Sayward. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you very much, John. Thank you for inviting me. I watch your um, half hour of power as often as I possibly can. Okay. And some of the people that you've had on this, like, thanks for considering me. I mean, oh, come you know, on. It's, come on. Come on. You hang out uh, with some big shooters, friend. Uh, oh, you are. <laughs> and that you are. So, yeah. So, thank again, you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. You, so, so, tell, you tell us a bit about your, yourself. How'd you start it uh, in, in real estate? And, you know, what was your journey like? And what is it like today, most importantly? Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say you have a better memory than me because I don't know how long I've known you for. It's just been a long time. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you're totally right. I've been selling in high volume for um, too long. Uh, you know, I, it's, um, I feel like I've been stuck at a certain production level, um, stuck at a high production level, but stuck at a high level. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I started in real estate in um, just after 9-11, actually. So 2001. And um, uh, sort of on, on it, I, I, I didn't put any thought into it. I'm like the Forrest Gump of real estate. If you just keep running, um, it like uh, it was. I, I had gotten my real estate license because in the line of work I was working in, I was doing leasing, zoning, land acquisition for. Um, if you remember Nextel Communications, remember Push to Talk. The mm, cell phone yes. Company? Yeah. And they were doing all this construction and build out, and they merged with Sprint and whatever. So. I wanted to be the person out in the field, not trapped in a little cubicle doing the work. So I got my real estate license, then all the layoffs happened and I didn't consult with anyone. I just decided I had a real estate license so I would go sell real estate now. Wow. And um, I started showing up every day at the office dressed in a suit and my broker, I guess, took pity on me that I had a mortgage payment and a car payment and, and I was showing up every day with no clients. My goodness. And that's when my broker said to me, um, let's get this girl some training. She's putting in the work. And um, have you ever heard of Mike Ferry? And he connected me with Mr. Dave Abdallah, who was recently, um, a couple of years ago, um, crowned um, Century 21 number one worldwide. He wow. worked out of, out of my office. So he paired me up with Dave Abdallah, who is a Mike Ferry, and my, my broker was a big Mike Ferry. So that's where you and I met mm -hmm. and uh, was through that organization. And um, first year in business, I did like 25 transactions. I, uh, you're going to laugh. Um, if anyone's on this call, heads up, you're self-employed. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, um, I thought I'd give myself a raise. I would spend $5,000 in marketing and then I would give myself a $5,000 raise in sales at the end of the year to make the money back. But I didn't know you had to pay taxes as a self-employed person. What? what do you mean taxes? <laughs> I didn't, I was so used to being a W2 employee and having them taken out of my check before I right. received it. I didn't know I had to write a check separately. 
And so I thought that I was like doing a great job and gave myself a raise when actually I didn't give myself a raise at all, actually. Oh my goodness. <laughs> First year of real estate, I ended up losing money. But, um, but um, I figured that out. And um, what I was really taught was to be um, a bit more systematic in my approach to real estate and to this business and to um, creating a schedule, right? And, and that routine. And so um, once you create the foundation for that, then it's um, the rest of it should really just fall into place. You know, it's um, once you carve out time for your high level activities, then the rest of it should take care of itself, which John, I'm learning a lot from you right now about your, your oh. revised plan for your HLAs, your high level activities. Oh, thank so you. I'm thank watching. You. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. And, you know what we've been taught, obviously it's like 80% of our day is income producing 20% uh, income servicing. That's what Mike would teach us, you know, prospect, uh, negotiating contracts, going on appointments, showing buyers that income producing, right? And now we're, we're, we're on, a, on another level uh, in terms of um, doing all those activities in a shorter amount of time so we can have a life. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, when you first started uh, with Mike, I mean, what, what was your life like back then? Was it seven days a week as well as myself? Um, uh, I, if I'm honest, yeah. Okay. Seven days a week, like just Thank like you. you. Thank you if for I'm being honest. honest. And, um, but I would lie to myself and say that it wasn't seven days because day seven meant that I wasn't physically going anywhere. I just spent the whole day like this, <laughs> but I might've been home, but it was like this, oh, right? Man. So that's, that's what I would lie to myself and tell myself that that was considered time off. Time off. Right. So when did right? you get started with Mike? Was it 2001, uh, first year? Or? I was only six months in the business, so 2001. Oh. Yeah. And, um, and so um, that, you know, so from 2001, I mean, it's, it's in incremental growth, right? It's, you're not an overnight success. Right. It's a lot of overnights strung together to create mm -hmm. a success. And so it was like 25 homes the first year, um, 30 homes the next year, mm -hmm. you know, 35, 45, 45 stuck. Hmm. What happens at 45? You need to get an assistant. assistant. Yes. <laughs> and then, right? And then 45, 60, 75, you know? And really from 75, it was just like, boom, onward. And I got to 190 oh. transactions. And um, I never wanted to get a large team. Yeah. Because I have many, many friends, and you do too that have big teams in real estate and on the surface, it looks phenomenal, right? Of like, oh, I'm selling, you know, 500 homes a year and I have 24 people working for me. And then you and I have been at many of those dinners yes. where they say, I'm responsible for leads for people. Oh, the human, you know, dichotomies are insane. The, financial obligation, the, right? Yes. And that's what they say behind the scenes. Right. And on the outside, it looks like. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I, I, um, I didn't want that. And I also didn't want to 
pour into people because I had done that, mm-hmm. that leave me. Right. And, um, and so I, um, this year so far, I've done 114 transactions and my buyer's agent, um, I have it actually sitting right here. My buyer's agent, I had to do this with my coach yesterday. My buyer's agent has done, um, 52. Holy. Um, and, um, then I have another two other individuals on my team that have, are responsible for 10. So they do their right. own business, but we give them some overflow. Right. Um, so that looks like right now about 175 transactions. With, with is, two, two agents, basically uh, dedicated to the Michelle Sayward team, right? Two, two agents. full time. Yes. Yeah. And how many admin? Two transaction coordinators. Yeah. Two transaction coordinators. Guys, yep. you can sell 200 homes, almost 200 homes with just two agents, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to believe, really, for, for us um, who are on the call. Like, how do you yourself sell 116 homes? How does that even happen? Um, you need to go on 100, at least 116 appointments. Okay. <laughs> That's going how. a lot of appointments, guys. You have to book 100, equal as many um, listing appointments that you go on. Um, so actually I would say you need to to list, you need to book more than that. You need to take uh, at least the number of listings. So that's, you need to take that. And if you're really good with your scripts and skills, you'll be in the 80 percentile for listings taken to appointments that you've gone on. Well, Michelle, you are still so Mike Ferry. Super Mike Ferry. This is what we get taught. Like almost 20 years now, right, for Michelle. So guys, it, you know, what we've been taught is you take one listing, it equals one paycheck, right? So if you want to do essentially 120 deals, you go out and take 120 listings. Yeah. You're going to do 120, no matter what. In a good market, the ratio is a little bit higher. You take 120 listings, you might do 160 deals. And in a not so good market, you might take 120 listings, you might do 100 deals. Either way, it's going to be around the one-to-one ratio, Okay. So yeah. tell me about today where you're at and where you, how do you plan it to look uh, five years from now, let's say. Um, so where I'm at right now with this is John and I have, you too, we have, we have run like really, really fast on this listing treadmill for a lot of years. Um, it'll be 20 years for me in March. And um, and I know, like, I just like people doing this for 30, 40 years. I don't, I, God bless you. I don't know where you find your stamina. <laughs> like good for you. Like, I can't, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah. It's amazing to me. And, um, and so I'm now in a space where I'm trying to sell less homes on purpose mm. and get really intentional. This is where I'm following John's lead about who I'm talking to, you know, who I'm calling, what are my HLAs, high level activities, right? Mm -hmm. Where do I want to spend my time? What's the highest and best use of my time? Mm -hmm. That's, and then um, helping my team grow. I want to see them uh, learning how to fish is what I want. I don't want to be the agent. And there's a lot of people that are, but this is not my, my design. Um, 
I don't want to, I believe in giving people hand ups. I don't believe in handouts for leads. Mm -hmm. um, hand ups, so, not hand outs, guys. That's yeah. Great. So like there's some deals in here as I just outlined with who's on my team. So I'm going to my business planning now that I gave to other agents in my company that were not even considered for as my primary go-to people. Mm -hmm. um, and um, like Mary or Cindy in my office or whatever. But if I see them putting in the work and showing up every day and I saw, I'm just, I, you know, I saw, I'm just going to call her out. I saw Mary at the office and she was sort of like this. And, and I said to her, how's it going? And she goes, good. And I could tell she had that momentum and it started to dip. Mm. Right. So I'm more working with those agents now to like keep them in momentum. And to, that's yeah. one of the most important things. Yes. Momentum is uh, the big mo, we call it. You need to have momentum in this business. This is all a business about momentum. So how do you keep the momentum going is key. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. now you're teaching people how to fish instead of giving them fish, which yeah. is, you know, our, our EXP culture really is about contribution. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about um, doing deals, doing less deals intentionally. That, that to me, because we've been taught to have so much ego in, yeah. in the system that we just want to keep selling more homes. So, so tell me how, how you're going to go about that and actually intentionally pull back and sell less. I'm still working on the business plan, John, but, but what, what my goal is, is um, that I'm setting up these appointments for other agents to go on and then we'll work a commission split with, uh, you know, another agent um, to give them the opportunity that we can partner together to learn, right? Um, that they're learning, they're growing, building their business, and that we're partnering together on this. Um, and so that it can still be something profitable um, and, um, I can continue to focus and grow, you know, the company, you know, that's, I have less fear now than I've ever had before with mm. training people and then they leave you. So absolutely because we're in the system. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, so that fear is just, you know, it's, it's not completely diminished, but it's reduced right. dramatically. Right. Um, so, so that's, uh, how does that look? I don't know my numbers yet, but I did have an agent talk to, I talked to him, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. He's a high producer in the area. And he said, my goal is to sell more homes than you. I said, you can have it. Wow. Um, because I'm going to sell less on purpose as you're coming up. You're going to, you're going to pass me, you know, faster than you would think. Um, so I, I found myself, um, I was coaching with Kathy Anderson at the Mike Ferry organization and I had this 222 deals up on the board. You wow. know, this was my goal. Yeah. And then it looked again, like I wasn't, I wasn't going to hit, I wasn't going to hit 200. I was just not going to hit it. Right. And I found myself losing drive for that goal. Uh. And it was, and it was because as our friend Nevin said, uh, you're, I was chasing the wrong matrix. I was chasing the wrong, right? The wrong target. Right. And um, <clears throat> I didn't even know that that's what it was. Mm. I, you just think that, um, that um, you can tweak some systems, right? But you can mm -hmm. to a point. You can work a little harder. You can tweak a system. You can do this internet lead thing. You can, right? 
send out a mass email, whatever, whatever, do whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still time. Yeah. Still time spent. No question about it. Right. So So you can only tweak so much. You can only tweak so much. That's right. That's right. And 222, like guys, what, what is 222? What is 30? What is 40? What, what's the why behind that? Chasing the wrong matrix, meaning like, what does that goal even mean to you? Why are you right. chasing that number? It, it has to mean something to you. And then we, we talk about this all the time. Like, what, why do you need $200,000 a year? I mean, you live on $30,000 a year. What, what's the extra 174 after taxes and whatnot? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And people are not willing to do the hard things because they don't need to. So really, guys, get clear on why you're doing this, why you're chasing that goal. The why is really important. Michelle, with the 222, yeah. there's no why behind that. That's why. It's, it's, it's not important anymore. You've, you've done it. You've done it yeah. all, Michelle. The funny thing is I surrandered it. Mm-hmm. And, and like I surrendered it. And then I decided to open up my own office, EXP. I, I opened, I opened up, I didn't even have a broker's license until two years ago. I didn't have a broker's license. I didn't have my own bricks and mortar space. I didn't have my own building. I didn't, none of, none of that. I didn't have my own company, nothing. And um, I only did it for this model. Um, but um, I surrendered it and then took a, a physical, I did a, a construction build out, a physical move, had a death in my immediate family. And then I had, um, 18 and 20 year old nieces move in my house that I never raised. So I had like a lot of stuff happen in a very short amount of time. And, um, and we still did the same production. Wow. Like, so it, it, it said to me, okay, guess what? You surrendered it and now you can have it. Oh my right? goodness. You guys, uh, write that down. You surrender it, let it go. And it'll come. If you need it, you can't have it. If you don't need it, you can have all that you want. I'm going to say that again. That, that is such a, such a great point, guys. Take that down. Yeah. So yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal job. And, you know, congratulations on making that decision. It, it, I, I can see it in you that, you know, this treadmill, uh, you're, you're going to get off it pretty soon here. But um, you had a very strong message yesterday that you sent to me. Yeah. To share with the group, you know, because you guys have gotten locked down and, you know, mm-hmm. we're, all of us, you know, even, even in Canada, other states uh, in, in the United States are going to get locked down. How are you approaching it in your mindset? And how do we finish strong and have the best year yet in 2021? Yeah. So, um, so we were locked down here. I'm just outside of metropolitan Detroit in the suburbs of. And um, we were locked down the first time in April and May and lockdown meant complete uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Realtors were deemed not essential. We, um, I had to learn, which I did, how to sell homes virtually. No one, me never going to the listing appointment and buyers never going in to see the houses. Um, And I did six in eight weeks, (laughs) which I'm used to like, I'm used to selling like 15, 20 homes a month. Like that was, you know, it was painful, but, um, but I had to learn how to that. And we had no end in sight. We had no um, idea if we were going to um, be able to get any um, uh, small business loans or unemployment for our staff, or we had no, we, we didn't know when it was going to end. 
um, <clears throat> home inspectors were essential, appraisers were essential, mortgage lenders were essential, and we were not. Mm. It was like, and then you had like this cry out from your customers about the help that they needed. And I just felt handcuffed that we couldn't help. Wow. It was, it was ex extraordinarily difficult. Um, and so this time we're, um, we just got actually today is the first day they announced it Sunday night. Oh, um, cool. it's, they've, um, we went back to like somewhat real estate as normal after those eight weeks, um, kind of. And now, um, they just ordered to, as of, as of today, um, no open houses, no more than uh, two households period. Um, and no more than three people in a house at one time. So myself, husband, wife, or whatever, mm -hmm. that's it. Um, and, um, and, uh, so that's good. We can still show properties, but when people hear no more bowling, no more, uh, group exercise, no more dining in, no more like social life, no, no high school, no, no high like, school, no high school. Wow. Um, uh, so when people hear that, like, Hey, these are the restrictions now, you know, um, it's, it's tough, you know, mentally, I think to get over. So I, um, I did this message, which actually I should just, I should hold it up and play it for you. If you can't do a screen share, it's only three minutes. Um, oh, ear pods don't work. Okay. So I, let me see if I can get this okay. up on the screen. So here we are. Mm -hmm. It's another lockdown. I think it's important that we decide right now, right now, today, who you're going to be when this is over. How are you going to handle it? What's 2021 going to look like for you? What's it going to take to make that a reality? I'm going to venture to say whatever you thought you had in store to build your business or to wrap up this business for the year or to kick off the new year, time to double down on that. Go deeper, go harder. People need to know that you're there for them. They need to hear your voice. They need to know that you care, which means you're going to be making a lot more phone calls. You're going to be talking to a lot more people. This is an opportunity mm. to take advantage of being a salesperson and being a person of service. This is where so you get to I can I can go on with that. Yeah. It was yeah. three minutes that I shared with my team about deciding where do you want to go with this and how do you want it to look? Mm. Right? Are you going to step up and rise to the occasion? Are you going to be the best version of yourself when this is over? Or are you going to let this be something that defeats you? Right. And you have to decide right now. Yeah. Right now. Right now. And, and there's no end in sight. Your lockdown has no end in sight, right? There's no end. Current, well, see, that's the thing. We, we know now that whatever they tell us, don't believe it. Okay. So they're saying three weeks. But we, everyone laughs. They go, yeah, right. It's not three weeks. You know, um, our Thanksgiving in the U.S. is coming up uh, next week, Thursday. And they're saying no more than 10 people, total two households that can meet. Um, and, um, you know, so in going into December 8th, it's sort of like, okay, what about the holiday parties? What about, you know, all of these things? Um, and, and it can be, 
it's tough because we have so much planned for the end of the year. Like mm -hmm. we do our goals and dreams and vision boards and um, we have like our potlucks and you know what I mean? Like we do and our Christmas parties and our, all this stuff. Um, so I just don't want that to be the reason that people quit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely not. So guys really choose who you want to be when you come out of this. Um, we, we're not knock on wood. We're not locked down here in Vancouver. We have a small lockdown where we don't have, we, we can't do, um, you know, group fitness. Um, we can't have gatherings at, in our homes. Uh, but essentially we're, we're still, more open than you are, but never know, never know when it might come. So guys yeah. choose right now, how strong you're going to be up here mm -hmm. coming out of COVID, who you're going to, are you going to be? Are you going to be the best version of yourself or you're going to be defeated? Like, like Michelle just said. Right. right. And, and I would say if it's, if it hasn't come your way, I hope it doesn't um, for sure. But, um, but you know, uh, so you also have to surrender a bit to it. Like what I said about having this goal. Um, am I going to, am I going to close 200 transactions this year? Probably not. But I also lost two months of a spring market and we're very seasonal with this weather here. Right. Yeah. I'm um, yeah. I'm sure you are too. Um, and um, so, um, so yeah, it's um, okay, fine. Did I still have a great successful year despite that? Oh yeah. You bet. You know, um, was the money right? Yep. It was all right. It, it was fine. You know, thank God for that. But, um, but it's just sort of like that, that little bit of like letting go about it of like, um, you have to sort of look back on it and say, did I do my best every day? Period. Wow. So you're the master at this, the schedule, the discipline, the plan, John, I think, I mean, I, I could do that all day. Like my routine is like dead set and nothing, it's untouchable, mm -hmm. right? And I do it. And, and there's two ways of doing it, guys. I could do my schedule, my 5 a.m. club, 4.30 crew with the mindset of being desperate and being attached to what I want so bad that I'm coming out, you know, being the guy who's desperate, trying to get business, trying to get people to join me. Or I can come out doing my routine and be completely unattached and just surrender to whatever may come and play the perfect game. Everything that comes to you is perfect. Or you're going to be the one that's desperately trying to make things happen, forcing an outcome. Who are you choosing to be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. and, and, and that's a, that's a tough one to learn because sometimes when you're forcing it, you don't even know you're forcing it. Like I, I was definitely forcing six sales in eight weeks during lockdown. Mm. I, I, hands down, I was, I was felt like I spent my days banging a square peg in a round hole. And my next door neighbor was like, come on out, let's stand in the yard and drink some more. No one's <laughs> going to work anyway. And, uh, and you know, I was, I, I should have done that more often. Right. I so what do you, okay. So that, that, that lockdown versus this lockdown, what are you going to do differently this time? This time, um, I'm in the middle of finishing up my home gym. So I did, I ordered a Peloton. Yay. That's here. Um, and I'm, you know, create, so, and I'm, I did an accountability with friends, five days of exercise. Like, let's keep this right. I can't, if you can't go to do any group exercise or classes or anything like that. And I tell you, even when you go to the gym, there's so few people there. It's kind of creepy. It's not, it's, it's not great. And then some places make you wear a mask the whole time you're exercising. So it's okay. just like, 
I don't want to, you know, like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, so I'm creating a home gym, making a plan of how I'm going to spend the quote unquote downtime, right? Um, creating, like, I, I've got a little bit of a list, but like set up your, um, create your marketing campaign for the year. Now, mm -hmm. if you're slow, put in your calendar what you want to do, right. right? Like, are you doing quarterly mailers? If so, what do those pieces look like? Awesome. What dates are they going to go out? Order them. Why not? Um, uh, calling everyone in your database, going deeper with the leads, you know, and the lead follow-up. This is super important. As I said in my video, letting people know you care. This is an opportunity to even <clears throat> go more so with charity, charity guys, charity. Yep. Reaching out to people this year. I, I, I just, I got a toys for tots box, um, dropped off at my office as a drop off center for that. Um, I don't know how many people are going to be able to drop off toys now. I don't know, but we're going to try, um, you know, just, okay. What else can I do? You know, that would be a blessing to other people because this year has been hard. Yeah, it has been hard for a lot of people. So, let them know that you're there, that you love them. Um, and, and keep in mind with COVID, this is what I, I wrote down too, that the demand for where you love, or live where you love, has never been higher. Mm. It's never been higher. Yeah. People are trying to upgrade their homes because we're locked down and working from home, guys. So really be there for your, your clients, your friends and family. Really go deeper in the conversations because where else are you going to go? You're, you're getting it locked down anyways, all right? So, you know, be a contribution out there. You know, take your actions. Be unattached to the outcome and, you know, really just enjoying every minute uh, right now. Life is too short, guys. And I'm, I'm living right now, Michelle, like, I only have one month to live. I'm, I'm only enjoying today. What, I'm only doing what's fun. That, what brings me joy. You know what I mean? And, and you know what? I think that's the only way to live. Why wasn't I living like this before? Right? And had, had to have this happen for us to realize we should really appreciate what's around us, what's happening in the now. Right? So, right. Michelle, thank you so much for thank Dave. You, you and you. Dave have been so nice yeah. to me uh, and onboarding me to, you know, helping me onboard to EXP and being an example in, in the community, being a huge contribution to everybody around you. We thank you. Uh, Facebook communities, thank you. And EXP thanks you. Yeah. Have a great day. Thank we'll you talk to you me. Soon. All right. Take care, John. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Say thank you, everybody.